Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Koopings and welcome back to the Nintendo Shack. Uh, well-lit Nintendo Shack with actual power and electricity this week. Uh, the Nintendo Shack is the weekly Nintendo show on the PSVG Podcast Network. That stands for Play Some Video Games, not PlayStation Video Games. That's <laughs> That's been a common misconception. Tonight we record episode 158, and we're going to kind of look ahead at the future and rounding out the Shack Triforce of Power. As they usually do, are my co-hosts Garrett Bland and Forrest Minish. Rebecca, how are you guys? Doing all right. Doing all right. You guys were keep s- positive thoughts. You guys were such professionals last week when I just destroyed the show. <laughs> I just that was so much fun though. You have to admit, I ruined like, the local recordings. <laughs> I had a terrible microphone for twenty minutes. I mean, it was truly. I trumped it. <laughs> is that it <laughs> i had to work something in there uh we are on the brink of electing a new president so please be excited and have faith everybody around me is like don't jinx it why is everybody acting like cleveland browns fans i'm like guys you gotta, you gotta stop doing that you gotta have some conviction put some positive energy out there you gotta you gotta think that you gotta know it right speak it into existence um but before we do that and get on with the show let me thank everybody that helps to support the show over at patreon.com slash psvg so thank you Callow, which is, we say it every week, and we say it the first, Callow supports us in such a gigantic way, and mm-hmm. always has for years, and uh, wow. he's an amazing follow on Twitter, he's always around the Discord, he's just a great dude overall, killing it with the grilling and everything he does in Texas, so everybody make sure you go follow Callow, best best friend of the PSVG family, Barry Cathcart, Josh, the Bonesaw, Borboni, got a new TV, Chris McElfresh, Devin Tyus, Kyle Heyman, Michael Masick, The Eggshin, Zach Bradshaw, Nick Fallhaber, Paul Calico, Rude Days 93, Rob Emanuel, Grouchy Surge, and Ben Bmox Moxum. Thank you for all that you guys do. I hope you're enjoying all the DLC episodes that we release, the early access for Decade of Horror, which is wrapping up very soon, and we have a new DLC on the horizon. So let's get into it. How are you guys doing? What you guys playing? What you guys into? I haven't really been doing a whole lot of new stuff. Um, a lot of basically what I talked about last week, I continued doing this week. So I did pop onto um, Animal Crossing for all of the Halloween event. Good. I don't know if either of you did. I totally um, did not. Nope. I really did. liked it. <laughs> I uh, made my island look really spooky for Halloween. I got all of That's the... Cool pumpkin items, the jack-o'-lanterns. Um, and then I thought it was really cute. I had collected candy the entire month. Uh, all of my villagers were dressed up, went around giving candy to the villagers, got all mm-hmm. of my exclusive items. Um, it was cute. I mean, I, I didn't spend too, too long with it, but I did it. Um, it was a good time. The best part about it is the emotes, the scary emotes going yes, on. Yes. If you talk to Jack and you talk to one of your villagers, they teach you an emote for Halloween and mm-hmm. you can use like, the, it's like, hunting or something yeah there was like three of them or something it was one of them pisses like a cat and the other is just like like, like a zombie or something mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. um it was cute um i'm really looking forward to what's going to be coming ahead they did say that uh there would be a part two to the autumn update 
which they haven't mm -hmm. said anything yet. So I expect we'll probably get a trailer within the next week, two, three. Before when does fall. winter start? Like late November? It, it starts in De so like winter. It's got to be after Thanksgiving. December, yeah. So they'll have the okay. Thanksgiving, which they call Turkey Day. So I think the the rest of the fall update will be sometime late November. It'll be something with Turkey Day. Um, okay. maybe some more fall items. The maple leaves will start falling. Great. Um, and then yeah, then snow in December. Nice. So that's what I've been doing in Animal Crossing. I still pop in, you know, not every day now. Um, still just go on and, and kind of tinker with my island every now and then. Um, but I decided to continue playing Resident Evil 4. Nice. It's one of the games that I started uh, last week for Halloween. I had my whole stream with each day being a different spooky game for, for Halloween. Um, and I've never played a Resident Evil game before this. Uh, I really liked it. It's definitely not my type of game, but I'm glad to be playing it just for the sake of experiencing a Resident Evil 4 game. And I am playing it on Switch. Um, it's everything about it on Switch is fine. You can tell that it's a product of its time, you know, very GameCube era with the way that the, the camera works and the controls work. Mm -hmm. So that's um, the remastered version. Yeah, but I mean that's that's really the the worst part of the remastered version that they didn't really fix any of that. Sure. Um, but I kind of like the feel that it's it feels very GameCube era. I like games from that time. I don't mind. I um, say the hipster trendy thing. I think Resident Evil Four is best played on Wii. Really? I really do. I see. I have never liked Wii controls. I don't like mo like motion motion controls. I don't mind the like the gyroscope type controls, but that does they don't you have use that the Wii pointer. You could play with the zapper, but I never did. But you use the Wii pointer like as the gun barrel. Yeah. And basically, if you hold the nunchuck next to it, it very much simulates like you're holding a gun and you play that way. Mm. So you, it almost plays like a like an on-rail shooter. You just have a joystick where you run around with. But um, yeah, I, I, beat it. It, I beat it on Wii. That's how I played it. I played it on GameCube. I played it on uh, PlayStation 4. And I've, I've got it on Switch. I've played it a bunch of places. It's an wow. amazing game. Um, it's a really, really great one. It's not my favorite one. It's probably the best one. Definitely. What's your favorite one? Three, Three. which oh, is also okay. a, a hot take. <laughs> I've got some Resident Evil hot takes, I think. Um, every time I tell people those things, they look at me like I'm crazy. Uh, my favorite is three. It was my three before I knew it was bad. I played Resident Evil 3 on PlayStation 1, I think. PlayStation 1 back in the day. And I loved it. I was so into Resident Evil 3 back in the day. I probably beat the game three or four times over. Um, back then, like then, like that summer. Wow. Um, yeah. So I loved that game. And then later on in life, people are like, the game sucks. I was like, <laughs> oh, I guess it does. I, I, like it. I had no games. idea. Yeah. I had no, no idea. I, I really liked it. I'm enjoying this. I, you know, the story's, the story's fine. I think it's just very fun to go through each of the areas and, um, you know, trying out each of the different kinds of guns and, and killing all the enemies. I got to the part where I found Ashley. Uh, I don't I don't like her. I don't like any of that. I don't <laughs> like her. I don't like her following me. I don't like that she's useless. She she could take a gun and try. Like, even if she's not good, she could at least try. She gets kidnapped all the time, and I have to stop what I'm doing to kill the guy that's carrying her. Um, she yells. Nice. She's very annoying. She's like, Leon, Becca has zero help. compassion. Um, she's not dressed appropriately for the setting that she's there in. There we go. Capcom. I'm just it. saying. Like, Capcom. She, it's, Capcom. It's go not, Capcom. It's not good. I, we love Capcom games. <laughs> I, I actually do Early like Early thousands, late 90s Capcom. Let's <laughs> but go. Yeah, it's, you can tell this is a product of its time. We need to get you in some Devil May Cry. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> play so, some of those JRPGs. Let's oh, yeah. just go there. Normally, I don't really like 
like gore or horror or anything like scary like that. Like this isn't really that bad. Like it's old enough that it's it's not like realistic or anything. Um, so it doesn't bother me. It's just more cartoony than anything, and it's not like overdone. Sure. So I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. Um, it is a little I, over the top. The giant crocodile and stuff like that. Like those it. Resident Evil, the early one, like the original Resident Evil 2, obviously the OG, um, very grounded in a sense that, you know, the worlds aren't that big to explore. You're kind of in the same place. It's like that haunted house type thing. Resident Evil 3 kind of goes a little more action. Resident Evil 4, like literally just ramps it up a notch. They just cranked it up. Well, I I like that part. I like that it's like a little bit cheesy, but like it doesn't take itself too seriously. Like it's that fine line where it's not like cheesy where i'm like groaning like oh my god this is so ridiculous versus too serious it's like that that nice middle and then most people believe it like it kind of went off the rails there and then it comes back with seven seven is more true i've I've heard that one is like actually scary it's the closest thing on a video game space that we've ever had to texas chainsaw okay yeah if you've ever never watched that i I, no i I could tell from your reaction (laughs) (laughs) never mind not much into horror, horror games Sorry. or movies. But Decade of if, horror, guys. Check it out. I know. <laughs> if I played uh, any Resident Evil game, what's the first one I should try out? For nostalgia purposes, Resident Evil 2. Okay, Resident Evil remake? 2 Remake. Okay, cool. That I'll, is the, I'll be down with that. That's the quintessential Resident Evil experience. If you like it, go to 4. No, hang on. If you like it, go to seven. If you like seven, go to four. And if you if you still played all of those and you still like it, then go to three. Sounds good. I, I played Evil Within one probably like sixty percent of the way through, and I liked it. I just didn't never finished it. Sure. So, well, I would like to finish this. Um, I've heard it's not like terribly long. Um, you know, I'm hoping within the next two weeks, two three weeks or so, maybe I'll have it finished. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying what I'm playing. I don't know if I'll go seek out other Resident Evil games, but I'm glad sure. to just be experiencing it. Yeah, that's good. That's cool. I'm glad you're playing it. It was, um, I've said the little anecdote for a long time, but I think Resident Evil really shaped the way that I play games. Um, my earliest video game experiences that really stuck with me. And I think this is why I'm so weird or different when it comes to PSVG land, especially where Zelda and Resident Evil games, which very different games stylistically and thematically but very similar mechanically a lot of the same overlapping things and i play almost every game like i'm almost conditioned to play games that way i play games like zelda and like resident evil i I just take that approach to games and i play every other game the same way where i lift up everything i click on every Mm -hmm. object i go behind like if i go downstairs i immediately turn around to see if i can go behind the stairs there's a lot to find and it rewards you. I noticed exactly. that there's a lot of healing items in yep. each corner. Um, so yeah, you're, you're right about that. When I when I was streaming Destiny, I remember Devin was constantly yelling at me. So I, I never wanted to play Destiny because I don't do multiplayer. He was like, I'm going to coach you through it. So I got it one day and I got on the stream and he was, he was in the chat telling me what to do. And he kept yelling at me because every time I would aim down the barrel to shoot people, instead of just holding it down and unloading like hundreds of bullets, I would go tap, 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 tap. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm saving ammo. He's like, why? <laughs> why are you saving ammo? And I'm just like, I, I don't know. It's what, it's what I do. That sounds like you coaching me in golf story. It, it was a very similar experience. <laughs> it was a very similar experience. But yeah, I just, I kind of have it that way. And I've always, like when I played Horizon, the exact same way. I jump on everything. I climb everything. I go under everything. I'm constantly just moving through. I almost canvas left, right, up and down like every room and just keep going. And just kind of clear things. Um, I don't know. I think it's just because Resident Evil, when I first started playing games in the 90s, Resident Evil, I played those religiously. 
Those are like the Resident Evil and Zelda games. Those were day one games for me. That's cool. I really liked your playing. I hope that you keep with it. I'd like to hear more from somebody that's never played it. I'd love yeah, to hear more to stories like this. Like I've just that's enjoyed fun. even talking about this already. Yeah, awesome. It's good stuff. Um, nice. I play No More Heroes. Um, still oh, playing. Did? Yeah. Um, oh. Not playing nearly as much as I thought I would be this time a week ago, and that's because I've been working a lot. Um, we were without power. We're doing all that stuff, and then I actually work for our elections office. Um, I build the software tool that the Fulton County, Georgia, Atlanta, mm-hmm. uh, used to main run their election, like manage their polls. So if a poll loses power or has a water pipe break or uh, anything apparently. like that, uh, <laughs> my system was the one that tracks that, tracks the response to that and all that. So it's been, yeah, it's been a long couple days for me. So I haven't played as much video game as I wanted to. I actually don't think I've touched No More Heroes since last Thursday. Maybe Wednesday, actually, because we were without power on Thursday, so Wednesday. So I haven't played much anything since then. I can tell you, though, I, I can talk about something. Got me a new controller. Oh, you oh. got it. Um, I had two controllers that I bought because I was in the mood. I, I just in the mood for a new controller um, lately. I, I'd it's sold, really nice. I had sold so much stuff, and I got that Zelda PDP controller. That, right. Or Power A controller, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hyrule Shield one. Mm-hmm. I took that controller back in less than 30 minutes of opening it. No, really? I tweeted about it. Um, it's not that it's bad. So if you have it, I don't want you to feel bad. I don't want to put you on blast. It's not, it's not right though. Like it's not, okay. it's not, it's not bad. You can play with it, but it's not on. It's not what's, it's not where it's supposed to be. Um, it looks beautiful. It's great. It has a little box package that has like a little window visor so you can flip it open and see it in the box it's like this controller is gorgeous i'm gonna play hyrule warriors with this zelda controller and uh, when i took it out it's got the back paddles everything feels good it's a little light but everything feels good Mm -hmm. um that's really a shame so i wanted to ask you guys do you test controllers like if you get a new controller you're like all right i'm gonna test this out or do you just start playing with it what do you mean test it out? Just like so this figure is, out all the buttons? There's another or... weird thing that I think I do. When I okay. get a controller, I'm like, all right, let's go Super Mario 3. Like I hit oh, Super Mario 3, I hit Ori, and I play Doom. And I want to see the controller. Like, let's go mm-hmm. see the controller. And uh, and usually Breath of the Wild, especially if I want to like test motion controls and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was in Super Mario 3 for 12 seconds. And I was like, this isn't it's not oh, right. You can usually tell right away. No, I don't normally buy new controllers enough to even think about doing that like i really only get the official like nintendo pro controllers and like we know what those qualities are like sure um no i don't do that so with the controller you bought donnie i did play some classic games like donkey kong country Mm -hmm. and and stuff like that and yeah i was like okay this feels good i'm good okay like like if i'm able to you know with the d-pad and it's it feels like an snes like classic controller to me but can also play it you know, regularly as well. I was like, this is, this is exactly why I bought it. So it's, I was like, okay, I'm good. It's so funny. Cause I felt I, at first I thought it was like a placebo effect. I was like, maybe mm-hmm. it's just, maybe it's just me. I turned on Ori. It's like, it's not me. Um, and I, and I had a really hard time explaining what it was. So it's, here's the thing. It's not latency. It's not like a lag issue, which is the first thing people go to, right? You press the button and the reaction time is too, it's honestly, it's almost like the opposite of that. It's like too sensitive. There were That's moments weird. where I was jumping and I was like, I felt like I was moving. So ultimately what I did was I was, when I was in Ori and I noticed it wasn't right, I was like, all right, so I want to run 
across the screen. I want to jump and I want to land right here. And I would land near there, like left or right of there, but I could never land on that spot like routinely. Mm. I couldn't get adjusted to it. And when I was in Mario 3, I kept seeing the same thing. I was a half inch off left or right of everywhere that I was like wanting to do. And it just didn't feel right. It felt, uh, like I said, too sensitive or like too reactive, which made it feel not as precise as, as that. It almost sounds counterintuitive, but I, if, I feel like if somebody is experiencing it, I think they'd know exactly what I'm saying. Like it's mm-hmm. too different from what I'm used to. So yeah. therefore it wasn't good. Definitely. <laughs> you know, I was like, this isn't, it's, it's too far outside the margin. And I was talking to, I want to say, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to forget who I wanted oh, no. to say Joel. I think it was Joel. But he responded because I was doing a thread of like kind of my thoughts on Twitter. And he said the same thing. He's like, you can play shooters and stuff with it fine. He's like, but the moment you try to go like platform precision, he's like, absolutely not. Do not play with that controller. Mm, well, that's yeah, kind yeah. of like with with the even the Nintendo Pro Controller, I didn't even realize how bad the D-pad on that was until I started playing games where you need to use the D-pad. Yeah, because it's got that rocker and I don't like that. I don't think anybody likes that. Nobody likes that. No. It's not good. I think it's one of those things where, like, you might not notice it unless you're playing a game, like a game where you know where to look for it. So I know what you mean by by testing it. Although I've never done that. So a segue. Let me introduce you to the Apito SN30 Pro Plus, whatever. Right. So yeah, I don't know so many good things about this controller. This is my favorite controller. It's so good. <laughs> I it's played really, with, really good. Just like uh, I played with the other one for 30 minutes and I was like, this is awful. I played with this one for 30 minutes. I was like, I'm never going to not play with this controller ever again. Um, I really like it. It's great. A one, it has a real D-pad and yes. that makes a world of difference. But the buttons and just the the grip, the way that it feels is good. I wish that the sticks felt, I know that, you know, I know that um, Switch doesn't have, you know, pressured sticks and all that, uh, but I wish they felt a little more sensitive. They're a little kind of floaty you know real easy to press mm-hmm. um but even that aside it i don't i wouldn't trade it for the for for you know i wouldn't trade it to not have it um it's better than the pro controller in my opinion i like holding i like playing okay. it better um so i since i've been playing no more heroes i've been playing on this at all times which brings me to one funny no more heroes thing that i found so no more heroes you collect coins after you assassinate all these people that you're killing and you can go buy stuff you can buy cool shirts um, I took mm-hmm. some pictures. I won't say on the podcast what it was, but if you want to see, you can go see it on Twitter. Um, so I took some some shirts, and and you can buy new beam katanas, lightsabers. I bought a beam katana that lets you go dig around town for extra gold, and there are all these dots on the map. Funny thing, though. I kept doing it on my Switch Lite going, what the hell? It's not working. I'm here, and I keep pressing all the buttons. It's not working. Completely forgot, because I hadn't played in so long, that when you're playing on the regular Switch or on a Pro Controller, it vibrates where it wants you to go. So which yeah. light doesn't vibrate. Oh. So it took me a minute. Wow. It took me a minute to realize. Yeah. So if you're going to get that, that being Katana and No More Heroes, make sure you're playing on a regular Switch so you can feel the vibration of where they are because there's no workaround into the game. I didn't even think about that. We probably talked about this when the Switch Lite came out. No? Did, Mario um... Odyssey uh, did a patch to get a workaround in this. Because in Mar- I was going to say probably some puzzles and, and yeah. lots of games that require that. Yep. yep. Wow. And that's actually one of the downfalls of the split pad pro that I use on handheld that doesn't have HD rumble as well mm. or gyroscope. Mm. So important. Yeah. So yeah. Um, everything inside. I love this controller. The all one other thing that I don't like about it. The screenshot button doesn't, isn't super reliable. Mm. I feel like sometimes I have to press it twice or three times to get the screenshot. 
It's honestly like I've got to press it once to wake it up and then press it again to actually make it do it. Um, I've had that happen. It's 50-50. It's not always that way, but it's way more than you expect. Or at least on mine. Maybe mine just broke. Somebody else has got okay. one. <laughs> I'm a total nerd about this. All right. You ready? Have you updated your controller? I have not updated this, like plug it into the computer it and stuff. Like I it's haven't. more yeah. the button that he's talking about, though, than the actual like. The button feels well, like good. Like when I press it, it works. It's just like yeah. when I'm playing the game, I'll press it yeah. and nothing will happen. I'll press it again and like maybe it'll happen or I'll hold yeah, it down try. and then it'll happen and then I'll press it. Try what Garrett's saying because that actually might work. Yeah, it could be a receiver feedback type of issue. Okay. Um, 8BitDo has all of their upgrade packages in their website. So you can just unzip the folder, connect the controller, and you should be good. It's not hard? Uh, it's not hard. Okay. All right. I'll do that. Yeah. I'll do that and I'll put it back. But even with the screenshot button not being super, doesn't still the best controller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's still I a controller that I want to play with. So long. I, I want to get one eventually. I get will one. someday. Yeah. I, no. wanted, I would have bought one day one if it had the Super Famicom. Right. Like if it had colored right. buttons See, and everything. I'm the, I'm the complete opposite. I want the You want purple. this one. Well, if they ever do yeah. Super Famicom, I'll buy that well, one. You can get this one. There you go. <laughs> the One of the reasons why I didn't get that was because I think right around the same time I ended up getting mm. um, the you know Nintendo's wireless Super sure. Nintendo for the Switch Online, um, which I, I don't play this for anything except for Super Nintendo games. And right. I don't even use it on my Switch. I use it on my PC. Um, so that's the only reason why I didn't buy that, but I would use that for Switch games. When you connect to games, so, you know, sometimes you boot games and they require you to pair your controller. Mm-hmm. This turns off when that happens and you've got to turn it back on and then sync. That's another what? weird thing about it. It has weird connection sync issues. Yeah. It's, it's not a sync issue. Like it works, but like, so let's say I, I turn on the Switch, I pair my controller, I press start on a game and mm-hmm. then that game starts and it goes, pair your controller. I've noticed when that pair your controller screen comes up, this will just be off. The lights will be off and I've got to turn it on and then sync it to then continue. So it's just, it's a little weird. It's, you know, it's not, it's not first party, right? It's not OEM. It's not, it doesn't work like it's supposed to, but that aside, it's better. It's still better controller. I still use the Nintendo Pro Controller, even though I have that one, only because I like offset sticks. Yeah. And that just feels nicer to me. I always play that controller, though, for classic platformers, any type of platformer. I will use that for the D-pad. It's amazing. I think I've talked about this on my other shows. Um, I like the offset sticks. Like, I prefer offset sticks, but I don't really care. Like, it's never been like, I would not choose a controller over another controller for it. I feel like Mm -hmm. I adapt to both seamlessly like i can play a dualshock 4 an xbox one or a switch pro with it with no issue i can just hop between them i have no problem with the sticks it's the button switching exactly yeah it's the face buttons yeah. I, if all the face buttons were the same i'd have no problem but where the stick are it's, yeah that doesn't bother me it's either. just a preference but i don't care if they're next to each other right right cool that's me cool. what about you yeah. gb uh, i've been playing playing much either i've been distracted with shows or movies and are working um but i'm still working on luigi's mansion three yes i am because it's amazing it is amazing i am i think i only need four more floors five more floors i'm on the hotel suites with the Mm -hmm. three ghosts yeah so i just beat the pharaoh you're getting there um i'm getting there i'm having a great time how freaking great is that movie level the uh, which one? Oh yeah, the movie one. Yeah, yeah. No, I really the Godzilla like that. part. Oh, that yeah. is like best Mario stuff ever. It is so good. I think I put it on Twitter too. Yeah, I explained it last week how that one is probably the most innovative level I've seen yep. coming off of that game. 
It was so good. Uh, the Pharaoh one, fantastic. Um, I actually sucked all the sand up because I was OCD about it, and I'm like, there's there's nothing. There's no achievement. Oh, there's no. a ch- you know there's achievements in this game. And oh, I'm don't like, don't speak that word into the into the ether. You sorry. know what's gonna happen. Sorry, don't do that. Oh, sorry, milestones. How what was this called? Milestones. <laughs> milestones. You, I sucked <laughs> up all the sand. Do, I would call them milestones too. I, you know what? It took me like 30 minutes. So I'm like, okay, did I get every speck, every particle around? I was like, okay, I think I got everything. And I went inside the ferritin and come out all the sand in the boss. And I'm like, you know what? Come on. All right. But whatever. Uh, yeah, Luigi's Mansion 3. Great. Still still going through it. But let me introduce you to a little gadget I've been playing with. It's called the Retroid Pocket 2. I got oh, it yeah. Sunday. Yes. Yeah. So this is a emulation. It's an Android device, first and foremost. It's based on Android 6.0, but it's built to be an emulation machine. So it has a lot of emulators packed in. Um, You can also, if you don't care about Android software, you can go straight to their homebrew bootloader and like do a bunch of emulators there. But what have so what emulators they have in there is like PlayStation One and then PSP, but also N sixty four, SNES, NES. You got Mame, you got Dreamcast, you got a lot of different up to, uh, yeah, PSP and N sixty four is pushing pushing it. Um, so I've packed in some ROMs in there, tested it out. I haven't really played through a full game yet. I was just trying to test things out. Um, I would say PSP games. Eesh. they're rough really? on this one. Yeah, yeah, they that's, are rough. That's unfortunate. Wait, can you hold it up again? Yeah, sure. Okay, I didn't know if I had the sticks. You said, okay. So yeah, it, it has the left stick. It feels like a Joy-Con switch, like left stick. And then the right is not exactly a Joy-Con. It's a slider, like mm. 3DS. Yeah. And it's it feels kind of weird, actually, but, like, I don't normally use this with games that I would play on this. Like, you wouldn't really need two sticks. Um, but the buttons are nice. The D-pad's okay. It's just, it's it's not smushing or anything. It's just, like, clickable, like a DS. Um, and then you have triggers yep. here, and then our buttons up here. So it can be used as a remote play. Um, so it has Steam Remote Play built in there as well. I've tried one game, but I want to try a little bit more before I give my full thoughts on it. Um, but I would say N64 and PSP ROMs, you're going to have to, like, I, I don't know. You're skipping frames. You're going to have to optimize a when little. When you started sharing this, um, mm-hmm. I looked into it because I was interested. And the first set of feedback I, I got was you might be able to run some N64 games, but you're not going to be able to run them well. And, exactly. And then I saw Dreamcast stuff, and I was like, never mind, because that would probably yeah. be the focus for me. Yeah, so they they were touting that you know you can play these games, but this is an emulation machine. If you ever dealt with emulation machines, yep. it's a hit or miss. Um, you have to make sure you're you're playing on a good like compatible ROMs with a compatible emulator. Even with the GBA ROMs on here, this sounds off on one of the emulators. So I had to do a different emulator, and it was fine. Um, but other than that, I, I expect what the I'll... PSP stuff to run well. I have the PSP emulator um, on my computer, and I play um, Hot Shots Golf on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just not. A, 
it's running it. It's just when there's so much in there inside a small screen, that's when it gets rough and it's hard to run that well. On my Vita, you can I I've jailbroke that and I can run PSP ROMs just fine on there. Sure. Um, but th- it looks like this little thing doesn't pack enough punch to really play heavy uh, PSP games. They did pack in some ROMs in here for me to try out, but like. Yeah, you're gonna have to skip frames or whatever if you want to do PSP or NCC. There's a but, market for it, and eventually somebody, you know, will put a Snapdragon in one of those damn things, and it'll actually oh, yeah. play some stuff, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. That that's the thing, though, is it's the price, right? This price is cheap. It's not like three hundred dollars or something like yeah. that. This is eighty bucks. When you so, said eighty, I'm like, oh my god, I should go get one. <laughs> yeah. So what I want? Hang on a second. That, hang on a second. For what? <laughs> What are you, what are you gonna like play on it? Super Nintendo games, right? Instead. You have a 3DS. <laughs> like that was my first thought. I was like, wait a second. Well, no, Should we get one of these and put Super Mario on it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the new 3DS, so I can't put Super Nintendo games on my 3DS. You have a new 2DS. Yeah, you have XL. a new 2DS XL. Wait, but there, you can't get Super Nintendo games on that. Yes, you yeah, can. you can. All new 3DS games. Is yep. You play on new 2DS. Well, it's, it's- I have to buy them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's another thing. <laughs> They're like four dollars, <laughs> so I can buy a link to the past for the twentieth time. But not everything's on there anyway. Like I would want to play like there's only like a dozen, yeah. but but yeah, it's not much. All the Pokemon games are there. That's yes, That's get true. every one of them. They're worth every dime. I can put all the Pokemon games on that thing. That's true. But is it going to uh, run the same? It's going to run fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. GBA and GBC games will be just fine. You guys yes. are way more tolerant of emulators than I am. You got to like you, do all these weird config though, right? with save files and stuff. You had the super like the Super Nintendo Mini, like the 3DS, get the save states and all oh, that stuff. Man, Donnie, I haven't touched that since the weekend. <laughs> Why did I buy that? Anyways, what I love about this thing is is two things. It's HDMI direct support to a TV. So oh, that's cool. Like, I didn't know I, that. I just connect it to a monitor. Works perfectly fine. Now, I still have to control it on the handheld itself. Sure. I would have to test it with a Bluetooth controller to see if that works. Um, I don't know if it has Bluetooth or not. I have to check that. But I mean, it's fine. There's, it's just like you're plugging in. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's, that's fine. And also the screen itself on this thing is... Fantastic. It's an IPS panel, very bright, and the pixel density is like, oh, it's so much better than a GBA or GBC screen, better than a DS screen I've ever seen. Even Vita, like like the pixels wow. per inch on this thing is really, really good. And wow, and I was playing fancy. I was playing Donkey Kong Country 64, or not Country, 64, um, and looking at on the screen, it looks really, really good. Now it, it chugs a little when I see a lot of open areas and landscapes, um, but yeah, I'm liking this little thing. I want what I plan to do with this is load it with a bunch of just retro. I would love to play more SNES, uh, GBA, GBC games, um, and possibly some PlayStation One games on this thing, um, and go from there. But yeah, yeah, all the emulators you want too. You got Retro Arc. You got a bunch of other external. They've installed on there if you want them, or you can choose their other bootloader, and they have a lot of options to choose from from there. That sounds fun. It's a cool little thing to tinker with. Um, but I, again, as Donnie said, it's not for everyone. If you're willing to tinker with the games, with the ROMs, and see what's compatible, and I, I think it's, I consider this, but if you just want to play the games and just want to do that and 
don't want to care about that other stuff. I, I don't know. I think my emulation experience has always let me down. Very yes. few times I've ever played an emulation experience where I said, this is as good or better than the experience that I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, it never is. Uh, never going to be as good as the original experience. Well, I mean, you would think that it could be, right? Like, I've went as far as buying PC versions of Nintendo 64 controllers so I could play games on my PC instead of buying an N64. I'm always let down. And mm. I have an i7 processor. It's not a power thing. It's just not the it's same. It's emulator. Right. It's yeah. the emulator. It's not the same experience. It's got wonky menus and all this, like, you know, um, basically hacked code to make things run and stuff. And it's just not mm-hmm. the same. It's just not as good. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're okay to, you know, to deal with it as opposed to buying something, then, yeah, it's something. But it's it's never – it's not the same thing. I would say, you know, I, I test out a lot of ROMs. I – and it's safe to say the GBA and GBC emulator is just fine. The SNES emulator is just fine. I've never had problems with Super Nintendo emulators. But yeah, yeah if you're dealing with N64, that's when you run into some issues. I, I agree with that. Um, and PSP, I I still would rather probably play on my crack beta yeah. than on, on this thing. Um, but yeah, other than that, I like this thing a lot. I could just put it in my pocket and just take it out and just... Do whatever. Good battery life, too. I haven't turned my Vita on in like a year. And every time I hear you say Vita, it kind of makes me want to go pull it out and play. Like, oh, yeah, Yeah, it was a great little handheld. I really do like Vita. I bought like five of them. I kept buying and selling them and buying and selling. I buy one because I would buy one to play like a game or two. And then I play them and then it would go untouched for three months. So I'd sell it. And then next year, another game would come and I buy it and play it again. So you can jailbreak that easily. Really? It's it's done. Like people, it was like, we've cracked the case, man. I might do that because I've got one. I bought one for my daughter. She loves Tearaway. I cool. do too. Great game. It's a and, good game. And uh, we've got a Vita somewhere in her room. I haven't seen it in about a year. I don't know where it is, but I know it's somewhere in there. At one mm. point, she thought she lost it at church and she didn't tell me for a month. She told her mom. And then one day we had like have this sit down where she told me <laughs> and I got all mad and yelled at her and everything, grounded her. And then one day she was cleaning her closet and she just found it. and then she yelled at me for grounding her and then i yelled at her for not knowing where it was to the point she told me it was lost i was like it's not my fault it's your fault (laughs) you did this i didn't do this to you you did this to yourself but yeah it's somewhere in there lord knows where it is but it's somewhere Hmm. other than that man that's it Cool. Well, let's get into this week in Nintendo, and let's kick it off with more cloud games are on the way. Ubitus, or Ubitus, whatever they're called. Um, They're the tech team behind the cloud-based version recently that released Control and uh, is doing Hitman and all that stuff, and they said that they're planning to bring more games to the system. The company said in a recent press release that they are working with numerous game developers to bring their games to Nintendo Switch via Cloud Play. Which begs the question, what games do you want? What do you think we'd see? Hmm. This is a very Garrett question. Why is it a very Garrett question? Like, I'm not going to play these games on Switch. We've already talked about, I mean, well, obviously, I think think it's easy to say. We've already talked about one. I would expect Capcom to be here early and often, and I would expect Resident Evil 7 to show up. They already Ubisoft have it. Ubisoft games is, Ubisoft. is where I'm leading towards. I yeah. would expect Ubisoft's going to put their game wherever. So I don't expect Ubisoft games to show up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would probably lean. I don't know. How about you guys tell me what you think about this? I want to say that I think it would probably lean Japanese development instead of Western development because they're a Japanese cloud service provider. Maybe they work closely with them. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's, you know, fair or not, um, but I would just imagine that that might be the case. Yeah, seeing Hitman in control, though, it just does, it doesn't seem like they're exclusive, right, sure. to yeah. the Japan studios. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I feel like it's going to be like a game-to-game basis, like if it's going to be really popular on the other systems, if it makes sense on the Switch. Cyberpunk. Uh, Cyberpunk? I mean, like, well... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they have cloud. They have a cloud version of Cyberpunk. Most of the previews and the early access were all done via streaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, I, I, yeah, technically it could be possible. I think Nintendo's coming from. Does this make for a sense for our audience and also the general audience that we want to bring over a little bit? Um, it could be Cyberpunk, Assassin's Creed, Valhalla would be a great one. Um, Madden, yeah, Matt, dude, sports games. I, maybe I, it depends on how well you need to control those those sports games or how tight these games are going to be right yep i'm imagining call of duty probably not going to happen not because of the violence or everything we got a lot of violence. it's not going to be a great way to play that game exactly it's not going to be a great way to play that game you're probably um, going to want a slower pace game uh-huh. to run in the cloud just to give you that little margin of error yakuza that's a good one mm-hmm. that's a real good one Yep, I, I would say more single player games than necessarily online because wouldn't that take a lot more power to do streaming and connecting with other people online? Uh, I don't know what the technology is there. Yeah, not necessarily because the online part of it would be running at the server anyway. The stream is literally mm-hmm. just delivering you the picture. It's just picture and signals. So not necessarily, but sure. Um, I mean, I could imagine like anything. like So Stadia supported, um, Ubisoft supported Stadia early and often. Yeah. Right, and they're going to do the same thing for Luna. We do see some indie games like that have really supported Stadia and stuff like that. So maybe that's a a port way of porting things to Switch that don't cost so much. Because yeah. I I don't know what the back end of Ubitus is doing, but for Luna, for example, they're running Windows servers, which means that if your game is playable on PC, that's a pretty one to one port. Mm-hmm. So that could actually make way for a lot of game developers. Because if like you're a smaller dev. You may not have the money to pay a panic button to spend a year to port your game to Switch. Mm, mm-hmm. So if you can, you know, quote unquote, copy and paste your game to a cloud service and get it over there, you know, it may not be what you want to do, but it might be the most feasible thing to do. Maybe have that option. It's like, hey, we'll have the cloud-based game out like right when the release date we have the other consoles, but we will have the native version of the Switch later. Do you think that could be possible? Sure. Yeah. I, I don't know how much Rockstar wants to do this, but I absolutely could see Red Dead 2 and Grand Theft Auto 5 coming to Switch this yes. way. Yeah, yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. They could sell more copies, and that's a game that I actually think people would snatch up. I was mm-hmm. gonna say, I hope they do. That's one that I actually probably might buy if they do. I think I think I don't think a lot of people would, but I think a lot of Switch people would. I guess if that's the right way of putting it, I think it has some market. It always sells. I think it would. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it would too. Just to play it on the go with a decent control scheme, I think has some value. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, with control, I mean, it's going to be better than what you could run the game natively at anyway. So yeah. uh, Rebecca on Game Tech, I postulated that it was maybe, now this is pie in the sky, Donnie's utopian dream. But, you know, we're talking about the Switch Pro and iterative software, right? Where you keep releasing better and better Switches. I brought up the idea of maybe... What if they could unify, since it's already in the store, what if they could unify their store where these games that come available cloud, 
if and when a switch that could run it natively is released, you'd just cross by like because you already bought the cloud version, you could just download it and play it. Oh, so like if you buy the kind cl- of bridge uh, the gap cloud version on your original switch and then switch pro comes out, it can run control natively. So you can just download it, it. I'm sorry. But I, I think they could and should, but I don't think they would. That's exactly what I said too. I agree. <laughs> but in my head, I was trying to think like, this is how you bridge a family of devices together. Right, you have these old switches that can't play these new games, but they can stream them. You've got these new awesome switches that can download the games and play them natively. Like this could be a bridge for them to deploy. Maybe they're looking at it that way. That would be smart for them to do because I feel like then that would make people feel safer about upgrading to the pro. Like maybe later down the road, it makes people feel oh, better yeah. about buying a cloud version of a game. That too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think the only evidence that I was really even kind of throwing that gets out there is the fact that it's built into the eShop and it's not some service app. Like you're not paying a monthly subscription or anything. Like it's built, you own the cloud version of the game, which is, I mean, it's 2020. What a crazy world we live in. But like mm-hmm. you own the game, just like you own anything else you buy on the eShop. So then it, that makes sense to me because as the hardware gets better and better as Nintendo, I'm not necessarily thinking like next year. I'm kind of thinking five years, 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. Like if they build this into the ecosystem, this is a way of kind of keeping all of the devices going. So kind of the Xbox way of doing things, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of what they're doing. It'd be it's fun. Interesting. It's interesting that they're, uh, I mean, it makes sense with Nintendo, but like we're fine with this piecemeal full price game. That's look a cloud the, version. Go look at the chats. Uh, Yard and Angel says Final oh, Fantasy. Yeah. Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yep, yeah. Yep. Yep. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. And 16 coming up. Final Fantasy 7 remake. All the Square Games, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. You could do all of that. Oh, they could do Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be perfect on Switch. You could do it. It's possible. Um, Team Treat wins the Splatterween Fest. Yay. Let's play? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> I played for two hours on stream on Saturday for Team Trick. It was Halloween. Did you see I my house? Every I didn't single... have, have time to play. Really good. Oh my Thank God. you. Thank you very much. I was very I happy. I wanted with to it. go to your house. Dang it. I was Why very happy with the way it turned out. House. I had several folks that like stopped. Um, they'd get out of their car. They tell me how great it was. They're like, "This looks awesome!" I can't believe you got movies playing. We had a, a parents. We had a trick or brew cooler set up, so if the parents oh, nice. were walking everything, they could stop, get a beer. Get a, I had like little daiquiris in there. You're the could, best. <laughs> so I try to. I tr- I I always like it because I try to look at it as like a neighborhood thing to do. Yeah. Know? So that's nice. But um, I'm sorry for interrupting. But yeah, I wasn't playing games. <laughs> I was doing <laughs> Halloween stuff. So yeah. I but, had no desire to keep playing after the two hours that I streamed it. I lost almost every single match. I, I mean, oh no, I don't know. I didn't I, have you by, by my side, right? I will. I think I'll go a lot harder for the um, the Mario Splatfest that's going to be early next year. Oh, think, okay. What is it? The invincibility versus power, whatever the yeah. heck mushroom it is, because um, that'll be like the last. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> nope. the last new one. Sorry, Splatoon, know. we're not listening to you anymore. That's cyberpunk territory. They've told us it's the last thing for like two years. <laughs> they have, they have. But this is like everything else that they've been rehashed. Like everything else has been rehashed. This sure. is actually like the next new thing that we've gotten in 
almost two years. Which is still funny because they were like, this is it. This is the last yeah. one. And they're like, here's a bunch <laughs> of other ones. Now we're going to do a new one. It's like, <laughs> I do think that there there is going to be something new Splatoon on the horizon. I don't think it's going to. We've talked about this. Spoilers. I don't Save it Splatoon for the. Three. I think we had a question about that. Throughout November, if you order a package from Amazon, it could arrive in a special Mario themed box. Super Mario Bros. branded Amazon boxes are in limited quantity and will be used randomly while supplies last. Buying a Nintendo product will not increase your chances of receiving the box. Yarden wants to know will you be using Amazon more frequently this month to get a special Mario box? I will not, as my kids are already aware of. I have already purchased all of my Christmas presents. They are done, and they Dang. are they are hidden. So no, but I mean, I will still use Amazon. I I think I have three or four Amazon packages show up a week, so I'm not going to go out of my way to do it. But I'll find something to buy. I'm sure. I'm not going to go out of my way either. I mean, I buy stuff from Amazon all the time. Um, chances of getting these are probably not that big, but it would be exciting if I got one. I was going to say, like, yeah. why does it matter? And then I was like, Nintendo fans, of course. Yeah, I, they're going to buy more. I sold my <laughs> pants. I could sell the box on, on no, eBay. I was say, you yeah. probably get something for this on eBay if you get one. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, I'm not going to go out of my way either. It's Mario. There's Most of the stuff I get are in the bubble wrap packages anyway. So it's uh, like, you get the smaller stuff. Uh, yeah, I just get a lot of smaller Yeah, me too. Things. Me too. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of November, here's some highlight releases for next month. So we have Bakugan Champions, which is out today. I shared a video and some screenshots of playing with Jack today. I gave him his birthday present five days early. And uh, his oh. birthday is this weekend. And uh, yeah, we started playing Bakugan. And... Um, I only watched him play for about an hour. I played for about 15 minutes myself. It's very Pokemon. Um, mm. It's not as fully fleshed out as Pokemon. So I think a very apt description is to kind of say it's a, you know, it's a stripped down version maybe of a Pokemon. Um, but it does some new things and it does some things better than Pokemon. Uh, first and foremost, it looks better than Pokemon. Like oh, it's, okay. it's a nice looking game. It kind of has like a yokai watch to it. It's a little brighter. It's a little more vibrant. I think characters have a little more detail. And it's very much like, Pokemon, you know, sun and moon like type of style, um, but it's a little more because <laughs> they're so big. <laughs> it's a little more flared up. Um, like there's like, you know, nice lighting system and shadows and things like that. Um, I did do a battle. I like the action oriented battles. I actually think it's there's some things here that I would very much love the Pokemon team to maybe adopt. I think is more or less what I'm saying about it. I know this game is getting reviewed like terribly. I read a review before I came on here that gave this game a two. Jeez. I wouldn't go that far. I think at worst, this game is a five. It might be a mediocre game. But mm-hmm. I will say this. For somebody like Jack, who likes Bakugan, who likes these style of games, guess who likes this game? He does. He hasn't yeah. stopped playing it. Um, it also came with the Bakugan. I'm not sure if you guys have seen the toys, like the little ball mm-hmm. that you can play. Mm-hmm. So there's like a card battling physical game of Bakugan that kids play. Rebecca, it's not just a, like a video game. Oh, I know. Oh, okay. And uh, so he's all into that with his friend at school. And so he, he likes that he got that too. Um, but like there are flashy menus. Um, there's an active battling system where you have to run around the field and collect these power-up orbs or whatever they're called. And mm-hmm. as you collect them, you're basically charging attacks. And when the attack is charged, then you can use it. So it kind of comes like this mad dash instead of turn by turn, like you take a turn, I take a turn. It kind of just becomes like this run around mechanics kind of like a mario party meets pokemon battle type thing i guess Mm. um it's not exhilarating 
I think it would yeah. get very old after like 10 tries, but, but it is for diff- you. Right. Yeah. But it's different, right? It's different. I give it credit for doing that a little bit. So we got the Bakugan game that the internet like routinely hounded the day that it was announced. It was not the game. It was the way it was announced. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. It's going to sell a lot. You yeah. think so? Okay. Oh, oh yeah, with these kids that love Bakugan. See, that's sure. the thing. I don't. Jack's my only thing that I know about it. Oh, lots of kids love Bakugan. So I was making fun of it while I was playing, and I was like, "It's a poor man's Pokemon game." And he, his, all right. Let me channel Jack here. <laughs> he goes, "It is not a stripped-down Pokemon game." And he goes, yeah, "What do you say?" He goes, "Dad, Bakugan has its own community." <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Oh, does it, Jack? Are you are you here rep- repping the Bakugan community?" Because yes. Joking. We got to get Jack on the show because he can talk all about it. It's like we have our own Bakugan community. It doesn't need Pokemon. Oh, you know what? He did say this, and I I actually wanted to bring this. He goes, you know, I wish this came on Xbox instead. And oh, I said, okay. why? He goes, because if it came on Xbox and PlayStation, then everybody wouldn't say it's a Pokemon ripoff. Oh. That's actually pretty insightful. <laughs> Some logic there, huh? He's like, see? <laughs> that's he's pretty like, good. He's like, they don't have Pokemon games. Maybe people would like it more. It fits like a, a little niche that they don't have. Food for thought. Uh, We have Jurassic World Collector's Edition uh, out November, or Complete Edition out November 3rd. Descenders, Game Pass Darling, out November 6th. Fuser from Harmonix, out November 10th. That game game doesn't look good. Um, I've watched a lot of people play it. I was super into it when it was announced. I love Rock Band and stuff like this. Not going to buy it. Not until it's like really, really cheap, and even then it might be a maybe. Yeah. might buy this though. Sukuna of Rice and Ruin, November tenth. I only, didn't know it was so close. The only thing that's stopping me is the price. Oh, is it sixty bucks? I think it's fifty. Eh, it's yeah. a little higher than I was expecting. Yeah. Right. I was expecting like at most maybe twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's I think it's fifty. Maybe it's forty, but I think it's fifty. I'm just buying so many other games. Like this will be a definitely like let's look at it on a sale. I don't know, six months from now. It but looks great though. It does it look lo- good. Looks really it's a good. Fantastic looking game. And uh, um, yeah, and I mean we've got some time between now and Zelda. I think if it reviews really well, I might buy it. That would be the okay. thing. Like if people are like, oh, it's a really good game, that might put me over the edge to give it a try. Mm-hmm. Just dance and no, uh, let's sing are out the twelfth and the thirteenth. Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. They're a little... People are liking that. I was going to say, I've, I've been seeing a lot of buzz about that one. Mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts cool rhythm game. Well, no, it's, it's me too. A rhythm fan. I I think it looks kind of cool. I like I rhythm know, games. I think other people that are non-Kingdom Hearts fans are like the demo. They really did. Uh, so if you like rhythm games, just check out the demo and see if it's right. See, I like rhythm games. I just don't like Kingdom Hearts, so... Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> Sorry, it's Kev. very hard. It's it's very hard to like them. <laughs> uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit is out the thirteenth. Sniper Elite Four is out the seventeenth, and then obviously all eyes are on Age of Calamity, which is out the twentieth. And then Made of Skur, little little horror game, is out the twenty sixth. I have that on Xbox. I haven't played it yet. And then I wanted to kind of give you a little look ahead: Empire of Sin, Immortals: Phoenix Rising, and Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon, and John Wick Hex are out the first week of December. Interesting. So you've got some things popping up right there, and of, of course, unless they all get delayed, who knows? We don't know. <laughs> we think we know, but who knows? Who knows anymore? Um, but Empire of Sin is definitely on my radar. Cool. I will be playing Immortals: Phoenix Rising. I just will not be playing it on Switch. 
Don't play on Switch. Please. I will be playing Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon. Me too. All right. John Wick X, I have it on Epic. I want to try it out. Ooh. It looks good. It's a turn-based game, which is... You tell me if it's good, and i probably buy it on Switch. Sounds good. I'll do that for you. What are you, Rebecca? Are you going to get any of these games besides Hyrule Warriors? I don't think so. Um, no, nothing there is really popping out as like, I need to get this. So Age of Calamity? Like are you serious? I said besides Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> I'm never getting a Zelda game ever again. <laughs> no, yeah, that's... I still haven't completed the demo because I haven't played anything. I have not really? gone back. I think at this point I'll just wait and just play it, like from. Yeah, first. just wait for it. I think I'll just wait. I played I the first know. map, right? I played the first map, like I got it. I'm just going. There's only one more map or I'm main gonna, map. I'll just wait for it and play it the whole thing. Yeah, it's not a long demo. <laughs> really? I mean, it's two hours or something like that. It's yeah, not. It's... it's not that. It's I haven't. It's not. It's that I haven't played it, and that we're so close to it, and I'm playing something else. It's like, eh, I'll just wait. You got two weeks. That's kind of it for me. It's like, I'll just wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rebecca. Yes? Let's hop into some chat questions. Questions. I really liked this first question that we got from Zach. As a fan of both, he wants to know, what is the likelihood that we could someday, someday get a Pokemon game where you can go to all of the regions <laughs> and a Mario Kart game featuring every track that's ever been? My answer is 0% likely for Pokemon, 100% likely for the Mario Kart. For sure. For sure, we will get Mario Kart mm-hmm. Ultimate one day. Um, but Pokemon, if you didn't hear me laughing. <laughs> it will never happen. Yeah, right. The size of that game. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> it would be awesome, though. Because here's the thing. When you first say it, <laughs> I, I go like immediately like open world. But they would never do all of them. They would do one of them at a time. They would do little open world remakes of every single one. Pokemon MMO, let's go, man. Yeah, that's what they would do. They would never do all of them. They would, why would they? They don't it's want to. dream for 15 years now, or however long it's been since Generation 2, and we haven't gotten a second region since then. L- let me generate a little bit more of a dream for you here, logically. Uh, cloud version of this game. You don't, you don't care about memory or size. You just keep on adding on content on this cloud version Pokemon. I never want to play game. a cloud version of a Pokemon game. <laughs> really? <laughs> kind of not. No. Why not? I don't know because it's every time I when I usually play Pokemon, it's, it's very like isolated solo, like me playing. You know, like well, it's of, still you playing. It's just but I gotta be connected I mean, to the internet. <laughs> yeah, I think that defeats. I see what you mean. Pokemon it scares me a little. You're always connected now with Pokemon. You're you're connected multiplayer wise. Right? You don't, have to, be, you don't, have, you don't to be. have to be, though. You don't have to be. Sure. You could play in airplane mode. I'm just saying this is like a games as a service cloud version. Because I, I, I'm worried about the size of the game. It, it wouldn't fit right. at all. Of course. Um, but they're never going to do no. it at all, so it's a moot point. No, no, it's 0%. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I'm just, let me build this dream a little bit. Uh, when I was playing Bakugan, I posted a picture, and somebody somebody replied to it on the, on the Shaq uh, feed, and they said, Man, Pokemon Gigantamax battling got insane, huh? I was like, yeah, they updated their engine. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think the Mario Kart featuring every track of Mario Kart Ultimate, if you will, is a 100%? Yeah. Because I think already, I mean, you could, if you told me that's what you thought the next Mario Kart game was, I wouldn't be shocked. Like, that wouldn't surprise me. And I think eventually, well, I mean, how many more Mario Kart things can they do? Right, like we've I got, we've got uh, AR Mario Kart, we've got phone Mario Kart. Like they're running out of Mario Kart things to do. 
They always do a different game. Well, I could see because obviously a Ultimate Mario Kart would have all of the tracks, all the characters, everything that's ever been. But I also would think they would um, do different like modes, so all the gimmicks would come back. Sure. So you'd have like the the magnetic yeah. whatever it is from. You have double eight. dash. You'd have all the battle maps. You'd have yeah, so yeah. Have oh, that would be legit. Modes, all the battle. Oh, it'd be amazing. It'd be so good. I think they they would do that if you added in like more Nintendo characters and you yeah and then they'll throw DLC at it. It would be the same treatment that we got for Smash Ultimate. And then the question becomes, how or where do you go from Mario Kart after that? That would be the problem. I think they would they would find another gimmick. So here's to do. the thing. <laughs> Here, oh boy, here's the deal. Here's the thing. I don't think <laughs> Nintendo fans are gonna like hearing me say this, but. For a game like this, if you're going to give it the games as a service treatment, I almost rather them go like free to play or Mm -hmm. they've got to find a way to have some sort of recurring revenue to keep the game generating money. Right. Mm -hmm. Because like for me, for example, now this is different for cart because I'm a much bigger cart fan than I am a Smash fan. But for me, I'm never going to buy another Smash game ever again. I don't play Ultimate enough, one, right? So like I said, I'm not a huge Smash uh, Smash fan to begin with, so I, I realize that. I can't see them making a reason for me to buy another Smash game. What Your is- reason is going to be in 10 years when we're all playing Smash one night and you don't have the game and you want to play with us. That's going to be the reason. And I'm going to buy the same Smash us. Ultimate game that yeah. I already have? It will. It, there's going to be another Smash game. It's going to be a new Smash game. game. But what are they going to do to it? I won't They're be all- be a different feel to the game. The future, 10, 15 years from now, there's going to be. Okay. All right. And you're going to buy it so that you can play with all of us. Like, we'll that's see. just what Smash is. It's going to be a silky smooth 4K, 120 frames per second. Sure. <laughs> um, the feel of a fighting game, Donnie, is very different between Melee, Brawl, Wii U, and the Ultimate. And so I feel like. I think they've nailed it actually with Ultimate. I think you're right as like how can they make a new Smash Bros game? For me it would be uh, Subspace Emissary. Solo yes. content like that that I might actually pay for. Maybe. And they try to do it with Spirit Board a little bit like trying but to make a new same. thing. It's not the same. Um but yeah, I think that's what they're going to have to do in order to get I would even a buy a Subspace Emissary only game. Give mm. me all the Smash characters and let me do a little platformer action story Yeah, that's not going to sell well. No. I would just buy that game. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm dropping that. not why people buy Smash. Of course it's that, not. I realize yeah, I'm an outlier. Nintendo would take that idea and turn it into a different So idea. my question then, applying it to cart, right? They give me a cart with every battle map, double dash, yeah. every mode, every map, every character, and new characters. And then it's like, then how do you sell Smash again? The cart? Yeah, I'm sorry, cart. Yeah, how do you sell cart again? You do all that, and how do you sell cart again? Another gimmick, something you just that release a new system and you sell the same cart again. There's every single Mario Kart game has had some kind of gimmick that sells. I mean, it, it. works. I bought it, it on Wii U. I bought it on Switch. So, like, if you're saying like different systems, it works, but they would have to be different systems, right? You can't be like Switch One, Switch Two, Switch Three, because I already bought it on Switch Two. I would expect it to play on Switch Three. You've lost. Mm. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Transitioning between consoles, I'm not so sure if they're going to make like a different version that's going to be incompatible with the previous version. I think you're right with that. It's just, I think they're going to make a new game after an old Smash Ultimate. So and it's they're going to make a new game. Cart Ultimate. Cart. It's the greatest cart game ever made. And then they're mm-hmm. just going to make a new game with a gimmick. The thing is, when we say Ultimate, we're just talking about all of the past ones. So yeah, at the time, it is the greatest one ever made. But the one after that will have some kind of new gimmick that wasn't in any of these past games. And I think it's going to be a while. It'll 
they're yeah. doing this for a, the long haul. Same with Smash. Okay. Yes, Smash is going to be there as long as the Switch is going to be there. So Don't my point, Rebecca, Down that I was trying to make, let's go back to Smash as an example. They've made Smash Ultimate. It's the greatest Smash ever. No. Someday in the future, they're going to make a new Smash Bros. game. But for the foreseeable future, this is a Smash. So mm-hmm. if they came out with a new console, like let's say there's a Switch Pro, I would expect my copy of Smash to play on that co- console. Yes. So like them selling me the game again would give me some heartburn. Like if they were like, you can only play it if you buy the Switch Pro version of Smash Ultimate, that would piss me off. Wait, okay. But when you're saying Switch Pro, I'm imagining that you can still play regular Switch games. So am I. So the point that I was trying to make with Cart was how do you sell Cart again? The point I was trying to make was the only other way that I could think you could sell it if you made Cart Ultimate is to come out with a different system that plays Cart Ultimate. Right. So it's like you console generation to generation. Right. So you have the switch generation. Here's car ultimate. Here's our new home console. Now you've got to buy car ultimate again. Like I could see that I've done that before. I've done Mario Kart 8 on Wii U, Mario Kart 8 on switch. I don't think they would go that route. I don't think if so, after we get, you know, we mm. finish up the switch's lifespan and then they come out with their new home console. I don't see smash ultimate or cart ultimate being on that new console. I see them doing, you know, we're, if That's we do gonna... another, it's gonna that's going to be a hard pill to swallow if it's the same account yeah. and everything i'm just letting you know and letting everybody else know donnie's going to be pissed <laughs> <laughs> what i'm thinking for smash donnie when they make the not switch console the new switch right so whatever switch. yeah um they're gonna clean slate the nx the cloud the, the NX, cloud only yes. cloud only and yeah <laughs> but that's the thing That'd it's have its own gosh. Could you imagine the Nintendo Cloud, like a lack two, like, and that's like their symbol for oh Nintendo Cloud? No. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> do this for that's, But that's, that's the thing. That's Nintendo. They don't do it the way everybody else does. They would have that little cheesy, yeah, they mm-hmm. would do that, and it'll be its own gimmick. It won't be the way that we want it to be. That's and the icon on your phone. We always buy it. Oof. I want the next Smash games to be as few characters as the first Smash Bros. I just want to go eight. back to that. It's just eight characters. Not a chance. <laughs> they There's <laughs> 88. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, man. I think they'll make us happy. They'll downplay, you know, and Sakurai's told us that there won't be another one, but of course there's going to be a new one. And if there is, it's not going to be that much. He also told us when Smash Ultimate was revealed, he was like, don't expect a lot of characters, guys. They downplay it, and then it surprises so us. So that, ultimately, to bring this full circle, because I don't think I made my point the best way that I can, that's why I look at a, a cart ultimate or a smash ultimate as a way of making a service. Like throw that mm. on Nintendo switch online and make people continuously have it because it's the ultimate version of the game. Like until you're ready, like you're running out of copies. Eventually you're going to reach a point where you can no longer sell copies of that game, right. but you still need to monetize that game because it's such an important part of the library. So like on the next thing, that's not switch. If it were me, if it were Donnie, I would raise the price of Nintendo switch online and make everybody like that's the only way you can play ultimate whatever what? <laughs> on the current switch or on on like a switch on the right? next not switch oh, okay right okay. so like let's say you don't have a, a you don't have a a smash ultimate successor planned right you're going to release a new system you're going to give a whole new library a whole new generation i don't want them to port switch ultimate and sell it to me again for $60 because mm-hmm. i think smash and cart are service games they're games as a service. Like they depend on people playing it. So I say you throw it 
in Nintendo Switch Online and you keep getting money for it as opposed to a one-time sell. I think that's diminishing the value of those games. Like if I were running Nintendo, that's what I would do. Mm, I don't know. I think once you make this Ultimate Edition, it's like, okay, let's see if we can make another game that makes sense. I just don't know what that is. (laughs) I know. Ultimate version, right? And if you you port it and sell it again, you're going to make people angry. You just are. Even that Nintendo fans still do it, people are still going to be angry. What I think for like a pro version of this game, I could see an upgrade fee for like to make a fancy new version. I could see that happening. Not a chance. That um, is not how Nintendo rolls at all. <laughs> Nintendo also doesn't roll in the way that you describe. I know. I know. I'm trying yeah. to think futuristic, but he, but we both know that I think my idea probably has way more weight than them getting $10 from you and they can get 60. There isn't a chance in hell Nintendo gives you an upgrade fee. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> at least they've done similar stuff to that in the past. They did the upgrade fee to get your games from the Wii to the Wii U or whatever it was. Mine was free. You just put them on a micro card. Okay, and you put okay them maybe over. I'm not thinking of that. There was there was a transfer tool, but there was no upgrade fee, and I would just there point you. It wasn't that, but there was something. I would point they... you to the Wii U's library, which they've charged sixty dollars all piece for four years now, <laughs> like one at a time to bring them to Switch. Right. I I just don't think they're gonna transfer this ultimate version to your not Switch okay. console. I mean, that's I'm not gonna. That's not gonna happen. I'm gumming up the works on this idea. Um, yeah. <laughs> ultimately, um, to use a pun. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I just, I don't know. Um, maybe I'm just out there on my own. I'd love to hear what the chat thinks. I just think it's, I, I think it's undervaluing Mario Kart. Mario Kart is such a big part of it to only sell it for $60. Like you make a cart ultimate and you only get $60 for it. No, I don't disagree with you at all. I just, I feel like the only times that we've seen the games as a service with Nintendo so far has been on mobile. And I think it would make a lot of people very unhappy to see that come to the. Well, they have Nintendo Switch Online. Those are games as a service. You're renting them well, annually. That's not also what you're describing with cart, like microtransactions and p- paying for the... Let's say, maybe I, I lost my way on the microtransaction. Just rule it out, right? It's like Games with Gold. It's like PlayStation Plus. You literally just say, Nintendo Switch Online, you get NES games, Super Nintendo games, and you get cart and smash, and it's 40 bucks a year. But at least then, they're getting annual money from you for these games indefinitely, as these opposed to just 60. going to buy anyway. <laughs> Or maybe you don't let them. No, I would love uh, if it comes down to Look, Nintendo Gear, Switch Online <laughs> and buy to own cart or Smash. Like yeah. if you, if if Nintendo's saying you're gonna have to pay Switch Online, it's like heck no. You need no, Switch no, Online no. anyway to play it online. I it does, no, I don't play online with Smash. Yeah, there, there's I love this. millions of people. I can't do it. Like I love this. I love that reaction. That reaction was gold. He was like, "What? No, oh no." <laughs> All right, all right, all right. I concede. Ownership, man. Smash is ownership. I concede. I, cannot, I concede. I cannot. I don't think it'll work. I would do it, though. If it were me, I'd do it. I'd be like, guys, sorry, you're going to have to give me 40 bucks a year if you want cart. Every year. And I would just keep adding to it. I think it's the perfect game for that in a lot of ways because everybody's going to buy it anyway. <laughs> don't you think it's there's like, some, don't you think there's diminished returns? Like, let's just forecast this for the next 20 years. How many more cart games can you sell that are going to sell $30 million every time you release it? Well, we're, it's going to depend on what they're going to make next with the cart. We don't know, right? You're right. And and, and I think and I think a cart ultimate, right, is going to elongate that that life cycle. Sure. It's going to get a lot of sales too. 
Same thing with Smash, though, right? We have the fighter pass. Yep. We have two fighter passes. Yep. And aren't they both like 50 bucks each or See, 30 in, bucks In a each? lot of ways, that's the same thing I'm saying. It's just different. Exactly. Exactly. I think we're getting to the end of this fighter pass, too. Mm-hmm. And we, we, all, we got all these add-on items. It's lo- And that's just giving the revenue back to do let them do more work. Sure. So if Smash is going to keep doing more stuff on the Switch then we're going to keep buying for it. If they're going to stop giving us content, well, I have the game. All right. I've owned it. So let me wrap it up this way. Switch Mm -hmm. 2 comes out. It's a whole new generation. It's not backwards compatible. Here's the port of Switch Ultimate Deluxe. You're all in. You buy it again. Uh, Does it have all the DLC included? Yeah. Sure. $60 again. (laughs) How many years from now? (laughs) Six years from now. Switch 2. It's not backwards compatible. It's its whole thing. Yeah. Mario Kart Deluxe is out $60. Sure. That sounds oh, good. Gosh. You guys are killing me. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> I think it was six years but ago. It's 2014. These are, these are like, games that like, I feel like it's not like, you know, a typical game that you're rebuying because it has the value of playing it with other people. Like you're going to want those for like when you have people over, when when you're with your family, when you want to play online with your friends. It's not like they're evergreen. Game. $60. They're yeah. evergreen games. Again, yes. games as a service. That's why it's in Nintendo's best interest if they can find a way to get recurring revenue on those games. Throw them in the Nintendo yeah, Switch I Online. You, you don't have to do you don't have to do either or. I would, but you don't have to. Buy it for $60 okay. or you get it free for Nintendo Switch Online. I like those options too. Oh, I, yeah. I, I like if I just want to own it, I can. Because then how many people that. most people would just get Nintendo Switch Online? And you're you making never gonna buy it anyway. Yeah, because you think of, I'm looking at it not how much you're gonna make off of year one sales. I'm thinking about how much you're gonna make of it for the lifetime of the console. They should get more out of cart and smash, in my opinion. Like they're not those games are so valuable to their consoles. They need more money out of them. That's actually one that I would support a price hike for. If they were like Smash Ultimate is $80, they'd be like, Yeah, that makes sense. I, I think thought, Smash they're doing a good job with because yeah. not only do they have the Fighters Pass, but they have all the costumes that you can buy. Like, there's plenty that you can buy in that game. Um, I agree sure. with you for the cart. They definitely don't. I think that you know, we all we all rebought Cart 8 again, and it's just like, well, what's next? Yeah. I would pay for more DLC. I would pay stuff. This is Guys, a fun conversation. I'm glad we've had it. I'm sorry <laughs> if I'm wrong or whatever. What is the prices for both Fighter Passes? I don't Smash? remember. I bought them both. It's like don't even know. 25, I 25 or 30. I thought That's it was I'm 20, thinking. but I'm... No, no, no. It's no, at it's... least 25. Yeah, so I I'm... think the first one was 25 because it had five characters. Doesn't this one have six, so it's 30? But I thought the yeah, first character was free. No, no, no. That no. was an extra one. That was Actually, different. the Piranha Plant. Um, mm. So, yeah, I am paying over $100 for one game. I, I see... I... I just looked it up quickly. I've got $30 hits and $25 hits. It's 25 at Walmart... 30 at Best Buy. I think I they're think different the passes. Pass, the first pass yeah. is 25 because it's five yeah. characters. They're 4 dollars That's what it looks like. So that's a good amount of revenue for me. <clears throat> Ultimately, I'm all on the Xbox wagon. I want everything to work forever <laughs> on every console. I want it all across progression at all times. So this is giving me heartburn. Let's get another question, Rebecca. Adam wants to know, what is your favorite game to play to de-stress? I know we've had this question before, but this is a good time to play games to de-stress. So let me ask you this, bringing into the uh, the, the topic of the, the elephant in the room today and yesterday. Did you guys play games to get away from everything? Because I couldn't play games because I was 
paying so much attention. Like I can't, I was like, I can't not know. I need to pay attention because this is important. So I'm, I'm the opposite. I don't know. A lot of people are like, I just want to play video games and forget about the world. It's like mm-hmm. the world's really important right now. I need to pay attention to the world. Forget about video yeah. games for a day. <laughs> so that's a good question. Last night um, when everything was coming in, I blocked it all out. I streamed wow. Resident Evil 2 for as long as I did until I was about to go to bed. Um, I didn't even really look at anything at all last night because I knew that we weren't going to have any results sure. uh, last night. If we had, I might have been different, but I just... <laughs> blocked all keywords related to it in my chat so people couldn't talk about it. Wow. So we're just relaxing. Granted, that's not the best game, I think, to do stress. You know, you're shooting, killing, you know, zombies infected. It's a little scary. So I, I did feel a little <laughs> bit on edge, <laughs> but that was because of the game, not the election. Um, today, um, when I got home from work, I tried to jump into Animal Crossing a little bit and I just kept getting distracted, mm. looking things up on my phone. I try to watch a show, The Boys. It's pretty good, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I tried Luigi's Mansion 3. I watched Rebecca's stream a little bit, and I watched another stream. I was still completely involved in focusing on, yes, that, that thing. It's hard. It's hard it, to like completely de-stress. And I, I just like to go... I like to go through the logics of it, too. I think that's... It, it's a little bit interesting, uh, the electoral vote, but... Um, yeah, I, I was kind of really distracted last night and today too. My I think favorite, that'll be tonight. Yeah. My favorite veg games are games that I can get lost into. I always love playing Breath of the Wild. Played mm-hmm. it twice. Um, because I don't have to really focus on the story. That would be the difference. Like I would never as much as I love Numer Heroes and I'm having a blast with the versions, I would never play them like I couldn't play them last night. I tried to play while I was while I was paying attention. Can't because I want to see all the cutscenes, I want to read all the things, so I can't pay attention mm-hmm. to both. Um, but with Breath of the Wild, I can just run around the world, right? I can play on autopilot. I'm the same way with golf games. I was that way with Far Cry 5. Like when a game really gets me like that, I can just play it and not really. I'm just on autopilot. So those are my favorite type of just veg, de-stress games, games that don't have to, games that don't require narrative attention. Mm-hmm. It's just gameplay. Like I could play listening to a podcast because it doesn't really mm-hmm. matter what's going on. I'm just playing. Sports games are very similar. Um, I still have my Xbox 360 hooked up so I can play NCAA football. Every time I play NCAA football, I mute the TV and I'm playing with podcasts in my ears. Nice. I'm like listening to a podcast. I'm just playing something, but I'm not really all that focused on what I'm playing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I couldn't play yesterday cause, uh, I get super, ge- you guys saw me in the discord. I have so geeky on trends and what happened last year versus the last 20 years or the last 40 years. I love that stuff. I always have. So um, and I, and I've actually really been enjoying Victoria. It's her first election. She's actually like somewhat cognizantly aware of what's going on. And she is asking me all these questions and she's almost, she's into why I know all these things. <laughs> like, she's like, you're a <laughs> dork. Um, but she's also interested in knowing, cool. you know, and I'm trying to teach her demographics and why projections are going certain ways and, you know, why other things are going last night. She was distraught. She was so upset, and I was like, "Don't worry, there's a lot of hope." She's like, "It's it's it's rad." I'm like, "Calm down, <laughs> like calm down." There's there's a lot of votes to count. Um, so just kind of talking her through that, and I think that was actually very helpful for her because, you know, I think a lot of people they look at the map and they get worried, and it's like, "Whoa, maps just colored in." Like that's on them. It's a long way from over. We got a lot of votes out here. 
Um, that honestly, I think that even like kind of calmed her down and, and not just, I don't give her like false hope, but like, I think she enjoyed understanding that because she was even like, isn't that like disingenuous to the viewer? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Learning. <laughs> this is what the news does to you. Yeah. That's how this goes. So I, we've had a lot of fun doing the election thing and okay. it only happens, you know, once every four years. So it was a wild one for her, for her to be her first one that she's following. <laughs> Nuts. Nuts. Yeah. So the games I typically play, it's kind of the same thing with you, Donnie. It's something that is kind of just you know, like visually, like like I, I'm used to it. And Geometry like, Wars. Geometry Wars, yeah. Or Hyperdot. Those are beautiful veg out games. You don't have to pay any attention. Just kind of go. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Um, the game I actually I go back to a lot. I haven't gone to recently, but I'll probably do a playthrough. Borderlands 2. Yeah. I've played the story forwards and backwards and sideways i've played through all the characters except for zero um so i mute that and i could just shoot all day long in borderlands 2 it's always easy to play a game that you've already played before too because you're familiar with it you don't have to as much like that's good too yeah Mm -hmm. diablo 3 is another one yeah um and then lastly on the 3ds i haven't played this recently but very um very chill is pit cross 3d yeah that that game is an amazing puzzler game that just it focuses my mind on one thing and that's the puzzle. And then I can probably listen to something while I, while I you know, figure out this puzzle. But it makes me like just focus a little bit. Um, yeah. For me, I haven't played this in a really long time, but I've been saying I want to get back into it because of all of the updates. But Stardew Valley is another one for mm. me to use to de-stress because I can just get into a routine in that game and kind of do generally the same stuff each day, improving improving my farm as it goes, go into the mines, try, try to get down as far into the mines as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, because that one also has um, the like the day timer on it. So you have to like get back to your, mm-hmm. your house before the end of the day and complete everything that you want to do. So it's kind of keeping me focused on it instead of like when I'm playing some things and like I can just kind of sit, you know, in the, in the overworld or whatever, and, you know, get, get tempted to check my phone. Yeah. Um, I can't do that in Stardew Valley. So that's my game. Good one. Do we have time for more? Do you have time for more? I have all the time in the world. What about what you, else Garrett? Refresh people all night. All the time in the world. <laughs> there we go. We'll do at least one more. <laughs> um, Sammy Doom wanted to know when's the last time you've collected everything in a game? 100%. That's a rare occurrence. <laughs> That's a good question. I rarely do it. I'm, to be honest with you, I've probably never done it. Um, I rarely do mm-hmm. it. The ones that I do, I specifically got on my way. Probably The Last of Us, to be honest with you. I've played The Last of Us, mm-hmm. I don't know, eight or nine times. On my third or fourth try, I sat down because I wanted to get all of the 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 um the dog tags, they have collectibles. Mm-hmm. There's dog tags throughout the game. I still don't have the platinum. I'm not going to do all that. I played all in the all difficulty levels. And oh, stuff that's like that. crazy. Hard. I'm not doing any of that. Um, but I wanted all the collectibles. I wanted all the secret, um, all the secret stashes. I wanted all of the notes and I wanted all of the dog tags. And I sat down with a guide and went through and got every one of those. Nice. I don't know if this counts. It probably doesn't. I've collected every Pokemon that there is. That counts. That's pretty good. That yeah. counts. That's like the <laughs> ultimate version of this. <laughs> Yeah. 
That's the definitive That's answer. Actually. Pokemon That's Ultimate. The only thing that, like, I, I mean, I'm sure that I've 100 percented a couple Zelda games. I don't like you, Donnie. I don't really go out of my way to do that for most games. I decided though that I want to do it for the Minish Cap. Nice. Um, I, I was recently watching somebody um, play that for the first time, and I want to go back and replay it. But I also want to 100 percent it because there's a lot to collect in that game, and there's a lot um, that is missable in that game too. Um, a lot of people don't know that you can get the light arrows in that game, for example, and that mm. there are remote bombs that you can get. It's the first Zelda game to have remote bombs. A lot of nice. people don't know that. It also has the same thing in the Wind Waker where you can get all the figures, um, which there's one for every single character in the game, every enemy, every whatever there is. Um, and that's part of the 100%. And I have never done all of that. So I would like to go back and do that at some point in the near future. Nice. I am really trying to think here. It's between two games that I did at first. I I would have to, and maybe within actually a year apart, Witcher three. Wow. I have yeah. Wow. I don't know. So so here here's the thing about that, the chests that and that's one of those stress like kind of like de stress kind of things is that I just I watch a YouTube video, I see the icon. I go to it and like I do that for just hours on end within the day. It's just collecting a ton of chests. I can appreciate that. When I was playing Far Cry Five, they have all these underground bunkers, but they're like they're kind of like Zelda shrines. They'll have these yeah. puzzles, like the environmental puzzles, how to unlock them. I did that, I think, for two weeks. Just yeah. that. <laughs> it's just going around, <laughs> just doing that, walking around trying to find them. So yeah, I think I've collected every single item I think I could get off of that map in Witcher wow. Three and the DLC as well um so yeah i'm, I'm kind of done with that game you, you realize why i don't restart it anymore because i would just go through the whole thing again um and then actually fallout 4 yeah. i've 100 percented the trophies on uh the base game and the dlc and it, that's the thing it's my least favorite fallout but i still well compared to well fallout 76 is probably lower but yeah um i still really enjoyed it and i wanted to get those achievements like all right Let's let's go through and get all the trophies. So, yeah, it's been a while, though. It's been a few years since I've done 100 percent. I need to think about it some more. Been a while. It's been a while. Oh, I. Hmm. I might have gotten 100 percent in Pokemon Snap. That game is like super easy to complete and like mm. get a picture of everything. There's not every single Pokemon. I think I did it. that, too. Yeah, I th- I wouldn't be willing to bet on it, but I think. At least when I was actively playing it, I think I'd collected almost everything you could get Mario Golf. I did all the international uh, okay. tournaments. I got a lot of the outfits, most of the clubs. Like, I, I really exhausted that game. Definitely all the characters, for sure. Nice. Yeah. I think we can do one more. This one might have required some previous thought. I don't know if you can think of anything off the top of your head, but G-Man wants to know, from any Nintendo game you've ever played, what is your favorite quote oh can you think of any wow i know i I should have told you guys ahead of time for this one we can do it next week if you want i saw this question and i had one one quote off the top of my mind just like it just outs like outstands a lot of nintendo games it's the taunts from super smash brothers they're freaking hilarious and of course captain falcon show your moves (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he does that all the time. I remember in Melee just spamming that with my friends. He's like, show your moves, show your moves. It's like that all the time. Um, 
read this. One of my favorites. I didn't prepare any answer myself. I honestly can't even think of like a monologue or do a barrel roll, a back and forth. Yeah, I was gonna say like I am on your side. <laughs> yeah, like when it comes to like voiceover and things, I think of like little quips and stuff that are funny. I don't know if how memorable they are, but I think of things like yeah. Star Fox. Yeah. yeah, there's some good ones from Zelda. Really? Like, I'm is there some good ones? Yeah, like from Link. Sheik, no, Sheik has a uh, couple, a couple lines. Oh, I love all the Saria cutscenes. I'm very like fond oh, of those. Mm-hmm. Like when he's leaving the forest and she's all sad, and when you get to the forest temple. Like I remember them. I don't remember what she said, but I remember those moments. Sheik, mm-hmm. Sheik says the flow of time is always cruel. Um, yeah, yeah there's there's a bunch. <laughs> I I want to like look into it. Maybe we'll have better <laughs> answers for next week. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> last one as that was actually the end of our questions for this week though cool well thank you guys for asking the questions they really help especially in a week like this we really have a whole lot of news but uh with your questions and our tangents on making smashing card a games as a service don't do it we still give you 90 minutes <laughs> so uh we hope you guys enjoyed it and uh hopefully you guys didn't mind us switching days we have xbox uh embargo day tomorrow so we've got a guest coming over to the empire so uh our shackers are so nice to to kind of work with me to flip days so we can make most for our guests. So thank you guys. And hope you guys didn't mind Shaq a day early, early Shaq. Yeah. That's best Shaq. So hold on extra life. Yes. This weekend it's starting this weekend and Kevin and Josh is starting us off 10 AM Eastern standard time. It will be hosted on the PSVG among uh, us, right? Twitch chain. Uh, they're going to do among us. They're going to do a lot of multiplayer games. So please stay tuned. We have a lot of people streaming over the course this weekend and next weekend. I think Nathan is the 12th. And yeah, so we're all over the place. So yeah, come out, support us, donate if you can. That would be very nice. These are This is for children's hospitals uh, across the country. So it's for a good cause. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. Nice. Well, definitely get over there. Get out there and uh, play the games with the guys, support the games. Let them, let everybody watch. Donate if you can. I donated. So nice. very proud of everything you guys are doing and uh, everything that ev- all Extra Lifers are doing. You know, it's all for a tremendous cause. I always liked mm-hmm. it. I remember the first time I tried pitching my folks at work for Extra Life, they were like, what? You're going to play video games for charity? Psh, come on, Donnie. <laughs> I tried to explain it to my girlfriend and my parents and they're like, you just want to play video games. <laughs> yeah, I'm you like- get that look. It's like, Donnie, it works. like, like Donnie, have you thought about like walking or doing some exercise <laughs> for a charity? Like maybe you should do that instead. Like a run. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, thanks, Shaq. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll catch you next week. Good night, Kooplings. Bye-bye.